Blog Talk Radio.
good he is where you're at. Just lift it up. Thank you, God. We celebrate you tonight.
can only imagine Over the mountains and the sea Your river runs with love And I will open up my heart And let them hear us and free I'm happy to be in the truth And I will daily For I will always When your love came down I can speak of your love I can speak 
All right, welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. You know, teach me how to pray. You know, that was the crux of the disciples. Plead to Jesus in, I believe it's the 11th chapter of Luke. Uh, 11.1. So, uh, anyways, let's read it. And let's talk about that for a minute. So here are the disciples that came up to Jesus, and their question was, Lord, teach me how to pray. They didn't say, Lord, teach us how to preach. They didn't say, Lord, teach us how to do miracles. They didn't say, Lord, teach us how to turn water into wine. No, they said, Lord, teach me how to pray. See, they saw something in Christ when they looked past the miracles, They looked past the healings. They looked past the supernatural to get to the root of it. What was the foundation of it all? And the foundation of it was Christ had a relationship with his father. And the way he touched his father and the way his father touched him was in the place of prayer. It said Jesus would depart to a quiet place and rest a while. He would get up from the crowd. He'd get up from the multitude and he'd go to a place where he could be with God, where he could be alone, where he could listen to the voice of his father.
So here Jesus is. And to answer the disciples' question, to answer these guys, he says this, when you pray, say. When you pray, say. And you can go to the 6th chapter of Mark or go to the 11th chapter of Luke. So Luke 11, 1, quickly. We'll go to real fast. It says, And it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, when he seized one of his disciples, said unto him, Lord, teach us how to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And he said to them, When you pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. So in earth... As it is in heaven. As it is in heaven. Jesus said, look, when you pray, start talking to your father. When you pray, begin to call in his will. Begin to put your will aside. Begin to submit your will to him. When you pray, say, thy kingdom come. Begin to call the kingdom down. Begin to call, as it is in heaven, let it be in the earth. As it is in heaven, let it be in the earth. Jesus said, look, there's got to be a correlation between heaven and earth. There's got to be something that transpires where heaven touches earth. And the disciples saw this when Jesus was praying. Something pricked them in their hearts. Lord, teach us how to pray. Why? Because they saw Jesus calling. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, call unto me, and I will answer you. And I will show you great and mighty things, great and marvelous things, great and unsearchable things that you don't know, that you know not. There's a pattern there. You call to God. Call out to God. And I will answer you. He says, look, you call to me and I'll answer you. I'm not too busy. When you call me, you're not going to get a busy signal. When you call me, I will answer. Some of you need answers. Some of you need solutions to your problems. Some of you need God to speak into your life. God to show you the way he says, call unto me and I'll answer you and I will show you. I'll show you. I'm going to show you. So not only will God speak to you, you'll, not only will you begin to hear something, but you'll begin to see things differently. You'll begin to see things. God will begin to show you things from his perspective. He'll begin to show you things you never dreamed of were possible. He'll begin to show you things you never even knew existed. He'll begin to show you things that you don't even have to search out, unsearchable things, the Bible says. Things you don't even know. Do you want knowledge? Do you want wisdom? Do you want to have added 
supernatural, uncommon understanding of things, then you call out unto God. He says what? Proverbs. What does he say in the Proverbs? Let's go to Proverbs 3 and 5. This is what it says. Trust in the Lord. With all thine heart, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He will direct your path. So there's a place where trust comes into the picture. You have to trust God. You have to have some type of trust. You have to some type of something in you that's willing to humble yourself and reach out to God enough to call. There's got to be a little bit of trust, a little bit of faith, a little bit of belief in there. It's going to give you the unction, give you the desire, give you the motivation to call. Because obviously when you call, you want somebody to answer. You want answers. You want solutions to your problems. You want God to show you something. You want God to speak to you and direct your path. You've got to reach out. Lord, teach me how to pray. Lord, teach me how to get with the Father. Lord, teach me how to get into God's plan, into God's purposes. Lord, teach me how to align myself, how to get into the groove of what God's doing. You know, when something's in the groove, all you have to do is put a little bit of momentum behind it, and once it gets in the track, it it begins to go the way it needs to go. And see, when you get on track, when you get in the flow of what God wants you to do, you begin to be motivated and pushed by the Spirit of God. When God begins to speak his words into your life and begins to breathe life into you, he begins to push you forward. See, there's a momentum in the kingdom of God. There's a momentum. God says, I take no pleasure in those that draw back. He who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom, God says. So there's always got to be a momentum, so a pushing forward, a going forward into the things of God, stepping out in faith. Why? We walk by faith. We don't walk by sight. We walk as we go. We trust. And as we go, we lean. Lean on God. That's why people love to say, oh, religion's a crutch. You love to lean on God. No. My religion's more like a stretcher, more like an ambulance. I'm not even going to limp into heaven without Jesus. Sorry. And you may think my religions are a crutch, but you're not even going to limp into heaven without Jesus. See, he's more like a stretcher. He's more like an ambulance. He's more like those little paddles that they put on you whenever you die on the table and they jump start your heart. Pop! Jesus said, my, spirit, my words are spirit and life. My words are spirit and life. There's a healing 
There's a healing in the word of God. See, more things are wrought by prayer than the world even dreams of. More things are happening and done by prayer than you could ever imagine. Why, there's a momentum in prayer. Things happen when we pray. That's why the Bible says there's the power of life and death in the tongue. And those that love it eat the fruit thereof. And as we begin to call out to Jesus, and as we begin to call and declare what we hear him saying, do you know why Jesus made that statement? I only speak what I hear the Father speak. Do you know why there was so much power in his words? Because he only spoke what he heard the Father speak. If we would begin to align ourselves with heaven and begin to stop wasting our words and wasting our breath and we begin to speak the words of God as God begins to speak them to us, as we begin to declare the the word of God as we read the Bible and begin to speak it forth into the earth. Prayer is a part of that. Prayer is a part of that. And you know the best way to learn how to pray is to pray. And that's part of it. Only Jesus can teach you how to pray. That's why they said, Lord, teach us how to pray. They didn't go to the Pharisees. They didn't go to the religious leaders looking for some type of formula. And I'm not here to give you one. The only way you learn how to pray is you go into your closet. Jesus said, Matthew 6, 6. Let's go to Matthew Here to Matthew. Taking my time because I almost went to Mark 16 for a minute, but I think we'll we'll stick with this, and then we'll go over there. All right, so Matthew 6, and you'll hear this a lot because you've got to get this in your spirit. You've got to understand that he says, when you pray, don't pray as the hypocrites are allowed to pray, standing in the synagogues and the corners of the street, so they can be seen of men. Verily I say to you, they have their reward. That's Matthew 6, 5. But when you pray, Matthew 6, enter into your closet, enter into a secret place, enter into a quiet place, a secluded place, a closet. And when you shut the door, pray in your Father which is in secret. Pray to your Father which is in secret, and the Father which is in secret will reward you openly. When you pray, don't use vain repetitions like the heathen do, for they they think they shall be heard by their much speaking. See, you don't have to say a lot when you pray. Prayer isn't about repeating yourself and trying to say a bunch of stuff that sounds real spiritual and real good. 
connecting with God and declaring what God is saying. It's speaking into the earth what God is saying. It's speaking into a situation what God is saying. It's speaking and praying to the Lord. It's pouring your heart out to God and God pouring his heart out to you and you listening and God listening and you sharing and God sharing. It's a relationship. That's why he's called Father. That's why he's called Father, which is in heaven. Your Father, which is in heaven. Why? It's personal. It's intimate. That's why it's powerful. Personal, it's powerful. So they think they're going to be heard by their much speaking. Don't be like them, for your Father knows what things you have need of before you even ask. Pray this, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. He says, honor God before you do anything. Honor God's name before you do anything. Honor God for who he is. Acknowledge Father. Hallow your name, Father. That's your part, Father. I praise you. I'm so thankful. Honorable. Hallowed be thy name. I hallow your name. I set you apart. You're sanctified. You're holy, God. There's no one like you. There's nothing besides you. That's what hallow God means. Put him first. You put him first. You recognize him as your source. You recognize him as your one and only. And from him comes everyone and everything else in your life. says, your kingdom come, your will be done as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us what we need for today, Lord. Do you remember the manna in the wilderness? What happened when they tried to save it? It spoiled. If they would have just given it away and shared it, everyone that had need, God made sure every day there was enough. When they tried to hoard it up, Keep that manna for themselves. Get all fattened up on bread or whatever. Spoiled. He says, give us our daily bread, God. Father, just give me enough for today. David knew that. He says, Lord, make sure I have enough, but don't give me too much because then I'll get prideful and all. I'll forget about you. Don't give me too much, God, because then I, I won't be dependent on you. But, Lord, don't give me enough because then I might. And he said, don't give me so little that I have to steal. And then I'll have to sin against you, God. So just give me what I need. 
David understood that. Here, King David, mind you, believe me, he had more than more than enough. But he understood a principle. God, you're you're my treasure. God, one thing I desire, and that will I seek after. To dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, and behold the beauty of the Lord, the choir of the Lord, the choir of His word. Seek after. What did Jesus say? If you seek first my kingdom, seek first my kingdom and my righteousness. In other words, get in right standing with me. Get in right, get on the right side. Get things right with me. Listen. Prayer, Jesus said. Connect with your Father and cover these areas of your life, your needs your mindset, your will, your passions, your desires, your, your what, what kingdom are you building? Who, who are you putting first? Are you hallowing and honoring God? Forgiveness. Forgive us our debts. We forgive our debtors. He says, who are you carrying around in your heart? Who are you bitter at? Who are you holding a grudge at? Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. For if you forgive men, their trespass is your heavenly Father. We'll forgive you, Jesus said in verse 14 and 15. He says, but if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you yours. So do you want to walk in forgiveness? Do you want to walk in a clean conscience? Do you want to walk upright before God and be pure in heart before the Father? I didn't say perfect. Be pure in heart. And you walk and you ask God, God, give, help, help me have the right attitude towards people all the time. Help me to bless those that curse me. Pray for those that despitefully use you and persecute me. Help me, Jesus. He said, lead us not, verse 13 of Matthew 6. Lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Bring it back to worship. Bring it back to praise. Bring it back to remembrance. Remember God. For thine is the kingdom. Remember whose kingdom is being established. Remember who's the king. God, for thine is the power. Don't forget. It's not by might. It's not by spirit. It's not by human power, but it's by, not by human spirit, not by human will. But it's by the Holy Spirit, by the will of God, by the strength and power of God. And the glory, God says, I won't share my glory with anybody. Jesus said, don't forget the the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Lead us unto temptation, deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory 
the glory. It's all God. The honor, it's all God. To glorify him, worship him. Reverence him. He says forever. It means it doesn't stop. It means no matter what, he's the one forever. He's the one on his throne. He's the king. He doesn't change. There's no one that's going to take his crown away. Sure would like to see him try. <laughs> Good luck, suckers. It's not going to happen. Because there's one God. His name is Jehovah. There's one Jesus who's at his right hand making intercession for us right now, praying, asking God for mercy. Hold back your judgment. Give him time, Lord. Give him grace. Listen, there's coming a day when he's coming back to gather his people and to establish his kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. One Jesus, one Father, one Lord, one faith, one baptism into Christ, one baptism into the kingdom. It's Jesus said, I'm, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. There's one way to the Father, and it's through me. He's the one with the holes in his wrist. He's the one that bled and sacrificed. Give him the honor to his name. Give him your heart. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your goodness. We thank you, Father, for just the honor and the privilege of prayer, just the opportunity to pray, the opportunity to call out to you, Lord. Help us to walk in humility. Help us to remember, Father, that there's a power in crying out. There's a power in seeking you. You told us, Jesus, if we seek first your kingdom and your righteousness, all these other things, everything we need will be added unto us. Everything we need, Father, if you're the shepherd, will not want, will not lack. We allow you to lead us and guide us. We're asking, Father, lead us and guide us. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father, bless every man, every woman, every person listening, every teenager listening, every everyone, wherever you're at, whether you're live listening, whether you're listening to an archive. God bless you tonight. May the Holy Spirit fill you tonight. May he heal you in your body tonight, heal you in your mind and bring you peace. May he open up your eyes and show you the riches of his wonder, the riches of Christ. May you open up your ears that you would hear the voice of God and walk in obedience. Father, I just ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. We will be back soon praying for you. If you need anything, prayerinternational at gmail.com. Feel free to email us. Or tune in 
10 to 11.30. God bless you.